0: Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts,
1: Brianna,
0: Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today we'll be talking about school, so now it's time to grab a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Hi guys. Hello. Let's start with what's on our needles
1: all right well this week um i'm actually while we're chatting i'm knitting away on my amaryllis cardigan because i'm now in like the stockinette everything like the whole body is stockinette so you get to the very bottom so i'm just this is gonna be my at the desk if we're doing a class or if we're doing a podcast so I can just sit back, relax, and get this done. Um but I also started a couple of projects this week one being the sheet pillow on our next calendar. It's full of bobbles which has been a lot of fun. Um, and I also started a um another project that I can't really talk about. I think it's a secret. I think the person that it's for may listen to the podcast. So I don't want to announce it, but it's very fun. It's very cute.
2: I love those mysteries. Oh my gosh, mystery knitting. All right, so on mine, this is Kathy, on mine I've got mostly crochet hooks going right now, ladies. I have downstairs, I'm still working on the tiger scarf that is knitting, but I am making some wicked progress on that, I am actually forecasting a finish on that within the next two weeks. So I think the next time we're together, you're gonna to hear me go, done. Nice. Um, I know, and a granny square blanket, and then um, a surprise, I'm not gonna talk about it, but that's a little crochet. And I'm doing this hat right now. So I don't have anything new, new, but I will say that the next time we're together, which will remind everybody of our um, little break, I'm gonna have all new things on my hooks and needles. So. Awesome. That's
0: exciting. Love that. Um, I am also knitting away on some samples for roots. So right now in my hands, I have the pressed Flowers Wrap, which I'm knitting away on. Um, I also spent a lot of time waiting for my car at AAA last week. So I turned the heel on my two at a time socks. So I'm onto the gusset decreases there. I'm writing the pattern as I go. So we have a lot of really good info now um to share with class I think that class is gonna be really fun and exciting um and I'm actually starting a second pair of socks so that I can be knitting them with class so I started those and they're in um the happy feet splash 100 um by Plymouth and it's a white purple and green kind of like splatter effect yarn um and it just reminds me of Buzz Lightyear and I love it
2: (laughs) that yarn is so much my babe. That's a great explanation
0: of that. I can see it now. You guys. Yeah. And there's like a little yellow too. I was like, this is just such a toy story yarn. I don't know why. It reminds me of toy story. (laughs) Um, Okay. So why don't we jump into our topic today, which is about school. So why don't we start by talking through and going around and saying what classes we think schools need to keep in their curriculums, why, and what they would benefit from, like students would benefit from.
1: Oh, gosh, I, I totally forgot we were talking about this until like an hour ago. Um, but my, my number one answer always for like, what? What should schools always have is music. A music program is so important. And I don't know, like for everybody, I know not everyone does music throughout their school career, but for a lot of kids, it's like this creative outlet. It's almost like a getaway because it's, it's not a, the same structure of a class as like sitting at a desk in a classroom, listening to somebody, you know, talk and, and lecture. Um, you are actively participating the whole time you're learning you're working with other people in like an ensemble setting the whole class it's it's so much fun it's such a great way to to meet people too um, who you know share the same interests you do but I always loved band when I was in school maybe not the marching band but definitely like Concert performance band. Um, I actually skipped a lot of lunch periods. Like I purposefully double booked myself during a lunch hour, so I had two different band classes instead of eating lunch because I loved it so much.
2: You know, music is so amazing too. You and so the ability to learn a little bit about that why you're why you are in your school years you know, whether you play or whether you just simply build an appreciation for what it does for you, it's huge. I, you know, I have a different one. I'm I'm going to put mine out there, but I I did have that on my list also. And I just think it gives your brain an opportunity to work differently than it has to work all day long in a textbook too. definitely. Definitely. Um, So I love that. So, okay, so one of the ones that I wrote down, I wrote down a couple and I also solicited some feedback um, I personally, and I am that old school generation, but I just wish that we could either maintain or bring back the home ec and shop classes. Yes, I, I just think they're so critical, I and mean, it's similar to the music as well. It gives your brain an opportunity to work in a learning environment, but in a different way than a textbook. So you are, you know, you're learning to follow instructions. You're learning to comprehend what's on that piece of paper. You're learning science. Um, But even bigger than that, you know, as I think about how our world evolves, these are skills that aren't necessarily taught in our homes anymore. Yeah. So I think we need them for survival. And I definitely would want to encourage that we maintain those home-ac shop classes in a unisex setting. Every girl learns a basic shop knowledge to do the simple household things or as much as she would like to learn. And every boy learns enough to repair um, a button or things like that. So I personally wanna bring back um, home and shop and just those basic skills. I, I love that
1: idea, Kathy. And those things like, um, you know, working in like a wood shop or even like a metal shop and cooking, all of that is real life application of math and science. Whether you are thinking about it or not, you're applying things that you know, or maybe you're learning while you're doing it into real life situations that you actually need in life instead of, you know, figuring out the quadratic formula in algebra two. Like not many people are gonna need to know that after high school or after you take that test.
2: But yeah. can, you, can you rework that recipe? So one of the things that I do, and I have been cooking a lot more because I have the time and you know, um, we're home a lot and uh, I don't need recipes that feed eight or 10 people when there's the two of us. So I've been doing a lot of really trying to adapt recipes by changing the ingredients to the portions that I think. And that is some arithmetic in there. And okay, so how do you take half, well, how do you take one and a half tablespoons and figure out what half of one and a half tablespoons is? So it's been kind of fun and it's it's fun. It's like a little science, but yeah, using Definitely. real life skills to learn arithmetic. Yep. For sure.
0: That's right. like I think the basis of what I think school needs more of is like real life situations. Because I feel like we we didn't get a lot of that. Like I wish that there had been classes that taught us some more like about how taxes work and like how paying your taxes works and more practical things in life where you would be more prepared to like financially walk into the world, like an investing class. I know certain schools have them, um, but I I don't know if my school had it. I I don't remember it being offered. Um, but my, actually my number one, and I didn't take this class until college, but I think that it would be a really great class to teach in like a high school level. I took a negotiations class when I was doing my master's and it was one of the best classes I've ever taken. Um, We would sit down and have like real life negotiations. So you would like role play as like I'm going in and applying for a loan. I'm going in and I'm buying a car. I'm going in and I'm trying to get a mortgage for a house. Yeah. Or even just like I'm negotiating a pay raise at my job or a title change or like uh, all these different scenarios. And we would have to like walk through that and we were graded on how we proceeded. Um, So I thought that one was really helpful. And I've used the knowledge that I got in there like a lot in my life. So
2: yeah, that sounds great. I mean, negotiations too. Even like working on a team project or working collectively as a team, um, whether it be sports or whatever, there's some negotiation in there as to like who's going to do this and and how. That that's pretty cool. Definitely. So a lot of real life, um, a lot of education that we can put into real life.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have any other ones? Give a
1: list. I was just thinking. Um, when I was in high school, this was an elective class. Instead of a math course, I took a business class. It was like, I think it was called business and entrepreneurship. And the whole class, the whole semester, we learned how to write a business plan from start to finish and how to not so much um, negotiate that, but present it to somebody like potential investors. That was one of the most fun classes that I've ever had. I actually still have the business plan that I wrote um, in 10th grade in that class. Um, But I mean, same thing. It's that real life application. There's not a lot of classes that really prepare you for the things that you may get into in, in real life situations. I mean, you know, if you're going into biology or Um, you know, like a math and science and you end up getting to go to um, medical school, I was going to say doctor school, that's how silly I am. Um, But like, (laughs) sure, there's tracks for that. But what about the people that want to potentially run their own business or want to potentially become like investors of businesses? Like how, how do you get to that point? And classes like that and like the, that negotiations class, that's a great way to at least figure out if you even like that or not.
2: Yeah. yeah. And just to understand it, like to really like, so one of the things that I'm totally baffled on and I've tried a little bit, but I really need to sit down with somebody who can teach this to me is having, I worked in financial services for how many years? That was my background, you know, my, my college education and then back, and then into the market cryptocurrency just makes my head want to explode. Yeah. So, you know, getting to like these foundations of how things work, even though it's not something you're going to use or do, it's nice to understand just what it is that they're talking about and how that works. Definitely. Well, can I throw one in here? So I was talking with a friend today, a longtime friend and knitter. Um, I won't put out names, but I asked, I still to their feedback. We were just talking about, you know, it's the end of August, it's time to go back to school. What do you think? And they're my, you know, they're my age group. And their reply, they rattled off a few of them, but three of them I jotted down. Geography. I thought that was a really good one, uh, especially with what we're probably going to be experiencing in the environment and whatnot. I think geography is huge. Um, spelling. And I was like, you know, spelling is really good because we have so many tools that do the spelling for us. Yes. That we don't develop that part of our brain anymore. We Mm -hmm. rely on that. So, even though there's tools to do it, that part of the brain needs to be developed. So, I think spelling and the other one was penmanship. And again, I don't really need penmanship. I can print everything, I can keyboard everything, I can, you know, whatever, but it's developing that portion of the brain. Or, you know, I have to say, I, you know, I still do send cards greeting cards birthday cards and that is one time now and i really go oh my goodness i want my signature to look nice there i can i can scribble lots of things down for notes and whatnot like that but there's every once in a while where you go i really wish i practiced writing kathy a little more often when i sign my name on something yeah i actually that's a really good
1: thing to have because even though we do live in a world where everything is mostly typing or you know, things are being spelled for us. There are still things that you have to fill out on paper with a pen, like government official documents that you cannot do online. You can't type up. So it is really important because I've had to be that person that has to decipher what that's saying. And if, if it is interpreted the wrong way it could go a very wrong way for you and like what you need like people who are filling out um applications for like housing or you know um cash assistance things like that you have to fill out the paperwork there is no computer um so it that that is a really good skill to have it and knowing how to spell things correctly it makes you seem you know more professional and like you are um, not that this should really matter, but unfortunately it does, it, it makes, it gives you a, a leg up when someone's looking at that application. Like this person is really committed to getting this help and they're going to
2: do really well when we give them this help. Yeah. There's a certain, there's something that carries along Plus it helps you with Wordle also. <laughs> it really or- does. Or- Wordle. You got to know how to spell those five-letter words. This so- the New York Times crossword. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> how will you ever do the crossword puzzle if you can't spell uh, I
0: better already... not be doing that in pen because
1: <laughs> I can <laughs>
0: oh my goodness yeah no I think that's like spot on it's crazy how much of that has kind of gone to the wayside because all of those things I kind of had in school geography I really didn't have I had like a states and capitals test when I was in the fourth grade And then the next time I really touched geography, I was in high school and doing AP world history. So it kind of like took a long time for me to get there. But I think one too, that's really important is economics. I didn't take economics until high school and it was an elective. Yeah. So I think that one's important too, because you have to be able to understand what's happening in the market and how it will impact you like throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the best things that I did was take economics because, you know, as things happen, I can understand what's really dangerous and what's not and where I need to be when. Um, that's a good oh, one.
2: Definitely. I um I've always had my economics because I did that. We didn't have it in high school, but I did it in college. And I find it's, I use it like my, the thought processes that I learned in much of my economics classes, we were very, um, oh, I can't remember my macro, not micro, macro. Um, economics and i use it in the grocery store i mean I, that's how i figure out what is the better value and you know what I, I use that whole supply and demand and and all of that which in today's world is a biggie too understanding yeah. the why there's pricing like it is or we think it is so yeah economics is good i always
1: found um, classes that have that bring two different subjects together really helpful in terms of understanding and like real world application of things. I actually took, um, it was an elective and it was like an honors elective. So not everybody could take it, but it was an English and a history class that came, it kind of went together simultaneously. So whatever we learned in um, the, the literary class, the language arts, we were like reading a book and it was a historical fiction piece or Um, a historical nonfiction piece in a time period. In my history class, we would be learning about that same time period that that book was written. So you could kind of get a much better understanding of what was actually going on in the world and what people at that time and place were thinking and like what they were feeling, what they were going through. It really made the the history piece come alive almost. I feel like a lot of things that we learn, especially in school, because you have to test on those things and, you know, teachers and schools and districts have to make sure that kids are passing these things and, and getting the particular information. But everything that we learn is almost in a vacuum. Like I took an accounting class and it was just like ledgers like all we did was write ledgers in the class and I I never found out how to apply it to like my life like how am I supposed to do my finances how am I supposed to like keep a checkbook and balance it with this accounting that I know how to do I just don't know how to put it into the the real world um but I I always went for classes that would combine a couple of things so you really get a more deep understanding and you have that connection of like what's actually going on and how can it help me or how can it help the world you know not to get all existential over here but yeah <laughs> it's, that's, you
2: know that's the kind of stuff that i
1: think about
2: trying, that's tying. that's true things, though yeah tying things together yeah i'm reading information it. is power yeah yeah so as we're talking about this, it's got me thinking now, like we kind of all, we, the three of us kind of started off with that, like the creative elements and, and the real life things, things that we can use. And look at us, we're all knitting right now. And we've talked about this, like making knitting part of school curriculums. Are you listening to me, school districts? Um, but all the things, even like what we're doing right now, there's so many things. Um, Yes, I could knit. That's great. But what I'm doing while I'm knitting, I'm developing yeah. motor skills, reading comprehension. I'm learning the arithmetic of how to, you know, the multiples are working.
1: Oh, yeah. Goodness. And even like the, the conceptual visualization of something, that's a really hard skill to learn. And that is that is how, knitting is how I learned how to do that, is to conceptualize something in my head and like figure it out to figure out what it's supposed to look like when I'm done.
0: Yeah. Like almost like reading a master plan.
1: Yeah, I think
0: too, what's important for me about skills like this. And I think this is what kind of turned me on to working with clothing for a career, but I think it's really important to know how things are made, especially in an environment where you're, you're supposed to consume a lot. Like I feel like pricing on clothes, has just gone down and down and down there's a lot of cheap options so you can buy more Um, but I think it's important to know how those things really come together so you can appreciate quality understand you know like that type of thing construction fit because so many people never find clothes that fit them and I think it's really important to know how to provide that for yourself too Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of cool plus too I mean with crochet that can't be replicated by a machine. So I think it's also important to understand what someone is sitting and doing in a factory floor. It just gives some empathy to the clothes that you're wearing and a little bit more, I don't know, backstory,
1: excitement
0: behind the clothes that you're wearing.
1: When you know that something cannot be machine made and you see it on the rack, it, like a target for $5, you know that that's not a fair, that's not a fair cost. You should right. be spending more on something like that, finding people who are charging more money for their handmade goods. Um, or just knowing knowing quality is always going to be better. It's always going to last longer. It's always going to fit better over that fast fashion that throw away thinking that we all
2: have. I know because really how many times do you ha- wanna have to go out and try to buy a new bathing suit or a pair of jeans? Let me just get ones that I know, I understand construction, I understand quality. Mm-hmm. I'll pay more if I can not have to replace them for like three years yes, or four years. But if I don't know those things and I buy the better, maybe buy the cheapest pair, I'm probably gonna be out there Frustrated again next year, going. Oh my gosh! I gotta buy this. I gotta buy jeans again, and that's yeah. painful. It's very painful. Yeah, you're like almost
1: wasting time by doing that too. Like having to go out and buy the same thing you just bought a year ago because it disintegrated or like all of the color came out
2: of it. You know. Yeah, yeah the seams yeah. are starting to just like get weak. Okay, so Natalie, when you were mentioning too about the construction, so our knitting um, curriculum. Would include also, you know, um, it could include almost engineering. Yeah, include architecture. It could It could also include illustration. That's all a part of all this too, is you know, making the design and then figuring out how to engineer it, right? And then doing the arithmetic. So we, we could probably build out a whole four-year college credit course on this.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. It's
1: a major. I would have so been a knitting major if there was one. I I didn't
0: even realize that textiles was like an option until I was in a textile school and like had to take a class. And I was like, if I had known about this, yeah, I would be I would be weaving things for the rest of my life. That would be
2: amazing. Yeah that's interesting that we don't know these things either that there, there it is out there because we have a world that's creating things but it's going could I do that understanding it I could do that I just think you would never get tired of learning because I mean how long have we been doing this and we still are you know learning 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 and loving it and and then teaching it and everything it's cool all right so we just went from like school curriculums to knitting shop curriculums. so well, we should start a petition for a
1: knitting <laughs> a knitting academy <laughs> for your college institute there we go there we
2: go
0: we do have a good curriculum at roots
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. get you started
2: it's in the works it's in the works so that's cool yeah so this back to school is always that fun time of year i just heard them say tonight on the news And my mom used to do this with us because she was also going back to school, you know, going back to, she was a 10-month secretary, so she went back a week before we did. But we'd have to start to go to bed a little earlier and get up a little earlier so that by the time we started school, which was like two weeks before school started, by the time we were ready, we were still miserable, but a little more acclimated to it. And uh, you know who, and they were mentioned that tonight, it's that time. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, Ed's going to have to start doing this because he's going back to school. So, yeah, got to get acclimated to not staying up for one more show at nighttime. You got to go to bed and you got to get up. Yes.
0: Don't you miss that. that? Don't you miss that just a little bit? First time you get up for school? No, like the first day.
1: Oh, no. Uh-uh. I, I don't miss the first of anything. <laughs>
2: Natalie, I do. Although I was a crybaby and I cried, you know my story. I cried. I think it was right up to fifth grade, and, and my mother bribed me with a Barbie doll. But it was really Janice who won the day. Who said, "I don't want that stinking Barbie doll." I mean, we were fifth graders, I think, fourth or fifth. <laughs> anyway, but I do. I even though I cried many first days of school, I did. I did like that back to school thing. I liked. I liked the new notebook and the new pencils and the new lunch box you know there was lots of things like that yeah. and we were still a generation and you guys probably were too where there was a new shoe involved in it there was a new first day of school outfit because we didn't have uniforms but um so there was like new things were new but yeah yeah yeah
0: I like that and there's so much anticipation for it every year yeah I don't know I was always ready to go back I was kind of a dork, though, so. Yeah, I never
1: wanted to leave school, but I also didn't want to, like, at the end of the summer, go back and, you know, start that routine. But once you're in it, it's so much fun. It is.
2: Yeah. Then all the things that go with school, you know, the football games and the the theater and the friends and the lunch, it's all that stuff. It's, it's and you're learning while you're there.
0: Yeah, I love it. All right, you guys. Well, any other school things we want to talk about no no
1: well i mean it's that time of year with roots where we have a new calendar so make sure we do knitting and crocheting school with us
0: (laughs) yeah if you're interested in learning a new skill you should enroll in roots classes or i just encourage you to take a class in general like take a yoga class take a dance class um go back to school it's fun
2: can we just put a little shout out in there too so that our listeners, which I, probably a lot of people who listen know us, but maybe there's some people who don't know us you're deeper than what they hear on our podcast. And for your for the Roots Knitting Academy, Brianna and Natalie, just so everybody understands, that is a live streaming class. So it's, which is super cool, I think too, is it's, you know, you are able to do this from wherever you are in your home, on a business trip, um, at college, wherever you are and but it's live which is so yeah, cool it's great yeah. really good learning
1: experience
2: yep all right should we Did we tackle school pretty well Great, right, we, you
1: guys yeah i do think want to make the announcement of our next podcast kathy
2: i do so our next podcast we're going to take a little two-week break right now because it is that time of year it is vacations before we go back to school and it is also Labor Day. So our next um, podcast will be on September 12th. And you know, we don't have a topic. So I'm going to put this out there. If you are to all of our listeners, send us an email. The email addresses are in our notes and let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. And even better, if you'd like to join us, we'd love that too. But you don't have to join us just tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about and we'd be happy to do it. I want to say this too. We did have two knitters reply to my plea last week to say, please tell us what's in your refrigerator. Remember our topic? Yeah. So our one knitter, Annie, she has spinach. She likes to always have spinach because she uses it with her white egg omelets in the morning. That's a really healthy start to the day. And then our other knitter, Missy, mozzarella cheese sticks.
0: Mm-hmm. girl after my own heart
2: <laughs> yeah, we did get some replies there so
0: love it oh and really quick guys what's for dinner what are you eating tonight oh
2: um I'm
1: having a spinach quiche tonight I did not make it it is store-bought Ooh. but it's so good
2: it's, uh, that sounds good I love nice. quiche why did I always forget buy it okay so we had beefaroni tonight I made beefaroni that was one of my mother's go-to things we had beefaroni Italian bread and a salad Nice. Love that!
0: That's such a classic. It's it a good is. one. We're having um, spaghetti and garlic bread. So, I have waiting for me. <laughs> I- and shaky parmesan. That is a shaky parmesan meal.
2: <laughs> I use the shaky parmesan today too, Natalie. So yeah, shaky parmesan. Yep. Nice.
0: All right, you guys. Is that everything? Anything else?
1: I think that's it.
0: All yeah. right. Well. We'd love to hear from you, our listeners, and invite you to join us as a guest host on a future podcast. We promise there is no work involved for you. You just have to show up and have fun. Um, If you're interested in that, please email us at Roots Knitting or at Kathy Finley Knits, um, and you can join us on a show. Those email addresses will be in the show notes below. So if you're looking for them, you can find them down there. Um, If you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your drink or your walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thank you for listening.